about 15,000 people turned out for the climate strike march on Friday at Queen's Park, held up traffic. I'm sure a lot of idling cars uh, caused a little bit of um, CO2 to get into the atmosphere, which is not good and will only add to the problem. But speaking of problems, a lot of parents are dealing with anxiety and distress. Um, Their kids are feeling over implications of climate change. And they're concerned about their mental health and well-being. There, I was reading about a, a woman in England who says that uh, her friend asked her last week if she had any idea how to deal with the anxiety her friend is suffering. He worries about rising sea levels. He'll, he's uh, dreaming that he'll wake up and his house will be underwater with the family uh, drowning. On Instagram, one mother told of uh, how an eight-year-old is worried that the world is ending. Another said that their kid was traumatized after seeing that video of the sea turtle with uh, the straw up its nose. Yeah, these are real concerns. And actually, there's a term for this. It is called um, eco-anxiety. Here to talk a little bit about eco-anxiety and what to do about it, Dr. Julia Woodhall-Melnick, Assistant Professor in the Department of Social Sciences at the University of New Brunswick. Welcome to the show. Hi. So how would you define eco-anxiety? So eco-anxiety are uh, feelings of basically anxiety, extreme stress, um, and worry that result from fear of um, fear of the consequences of global warming. So fear of things like the earth coming to the to an end or even things about, you know, extreme weather and what impacts that will have on human populations. Um, It also, too, can be used to refer to um, the stress that people feel as they continue to live after they've lived through a natural disaster um, and the stress and worry that's associated with that. Now, um, Greta Thunberg is getting a lot of attention. She's that 16-year-old climate activist from Sweden who spoke at the UN and has inspired thousands to take to the streets on Fridays and uh, protest uh, climate change through a climate strike. She is inspiring to some kids, but then for other kids, she might actually have an adverse effect. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, we definitely need the message out there that something needs to be done about the changing climate. Uh, Climate change is a reality. We have scientists that are absolutely convinced climate scientists that this is happening and um, in all honesty the way I see it is I I understand science and scientific rigor and if our top scientists are telling us this it is happening Um, so she's definitely um, bringing forth a message that I believe needs to be heard Um, however you're right this does have a a big impact on our youth and um, you know I, I worry about some of the research I do on natural disasters and floods and mental health after um, when I bring that home uh, with me at the end of the day and talk about it. I see the look on my four, four-year-old's face um, as he worries about some of these big concepts I'm talking about. So how do you counter that as a parent? And what can parents do if they see that their kids are, you know, they want to take part, they want to do something, but they are feeling overwhelmed by this idea of climate change? So there's a few things that I've tried uh, specifically with with younger kids. Uh, myself personally, I do I do some reading at a very accessible level. Uh, there's some good books uh, out there that explain uh, climate change to kids in a, in a less scary and threatening way um, that people can absolutely go for. Uh, you know, purchase and and read or rent and 
read to their children. Um, but when it comes to the bigger picture of things, I think that uh, focusing on hope and action with, uh, with youth are a few things that are very important. Um, I mean, when we're blasted with messages of uh, the consequences of climate change and we're not given any way to uh, counteract what's going on, um, we start to see things as being very hopeless and we start to worry immensely. So I think that at some point uh, in the messaging, we do need to turn to some of these messages of hope. So what can youth do um, to take back some of uh, the control that they, they feel out of control? Yeah, and you know it's a, it's a it's a good thing to get out in March. But now the March is done, and now your kid is just alone with this thought. Okay, what now? Um, would it would a good idea be? I now I hear that planting trees is one of the best things you can do for the planet. Would it be good to get your kid involved with uh, some something like that? Absolutely. Um, so Dalhousie University actually is um, they have their mental student mental health services um, has started to give out eco-prescriptions. So these prescriptions, just like you would see a prescription for antibiotics or something of the sort, are given out to youth who come in with eco-anxiety. Because it's not uncommon for us to hear university students say things like, you know, I'm not having children because the earth is going to end and I'm not contributing to that. Or, um, you know, what's the point? So what they've been doing with these prescriptions is actually prescribing some way that youth can take action. Um, And some of those ways may be things like, you know, volunteering at a community garden, planting a tree, um, spending some time in nature to sort of reconnect with with the earth and what's happening with the earth. So this is actually something that that, um, mental health professionals have started to employ as a mechanism for promoting hope. It, it, let's talk about the importance of maybe giving your kids some perspective of uh, balancing these horror stories, the, the catastrophes that are going on around the world, with, with some stories where you can actually find out, you know, good news about the environment. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. I mean, I think that often in news cycles, we, we do focus on the negative, right? Um a catastrophe sells, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so oftentimes, especially when, when youth are inundated with things like Facebook and all this stuff, they're getting these short little messages that we don't ever really dive deep into. Um, these short little messages on, you know, the consequences of climate change and, and how things are getting so horrible. And they don't see the the good things that may potentially, or the good things that are arising in terms of technology and all of that stuff to counter climate change. Um, so a good example I like to think of is uh, the study that came out that said if we plant like 300 trillion trees, um, we can absorb the current amount of carbon that's that's excess in, in our atmosphere. And um, to read something like that, you might think, wow, that's a lot of trees, but at least it promotes some form of hope, right? Um, that maybe something can be done to get our planet back on course. Sure. And that, you know, the banning of, of straws now came from this horror story about the sea turtle that, you know, was uh, shared around social media. And now people are wising up, oh, we don't really need straws that much. Yes, which is absolutely awesome, and every single step counts. Uh, but I think youth as well, too, are right in being anxious to understand that doing something like banning straws does help, but mm-hmm. 
it's not going to get us where we need to be. Right. Um, so uh, part of so the the thing with the eco anxiety debate uh, that I. I often wonder about, I know that the, the extreme level of anxiety um, when it bridges on clinical that youth are walking around with is not good for them. It's not healthy. Um, but then in the same sense, I also think that having a bit of eco-anxiety as a motivator mm. is not a terrible thing. Um, so I, I do kind of wish that uh, older millennials and Gen X and boomers and stuff would maybe absorb some of the eco-anxiety from Gen Z. And, uh, you know, maybe that would encourage us to uh, to get our butts in gear a little bit. Right. And we have the coping mechanisms to deal with that anxiety. I really appreciate your time today. No problem. Thanks Thank so you. much for joining us. Dr. Julia Woodhall Melnick.